There we go. Test, test, test. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, well, last week I had COVID too. So, right. you know, that was, I don't do well when I get sick anyway. I wasn't, and I wasn't, I wasn't sick per se, but when I feel off even a little bit, it, it I don't handle it well you, because it happens so rarely. Right. You know, so I just, I don't, I don't deal with it well. I become a, a cranky mess. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you have any control over your mood? Not as much as I'd like. Mm. Not as much. As, I mean, I I I feign control, but I you know, I mean, I, that's a, that's an interesting question. I I think I think I let too many external factors influence the internal. Okay, sure. You know, but I mean, like, I like think to, that's true of a lot of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like today, I I deactivated my Twitter account. Okay. Apparently, Elmo now wants to put everything behind a paywall, which is another fantastic and a long string of really great ideas that he's had since he took over. So uh, I, I think this is going to be yet another really brilliant business decision on the part of running this platform. Yeah, so, he seems to be driving this thing into the ground. Yeah. And it just, you know, the the whole thing with social media, I mean, it's been a fun experiment, but it's, I mean, it's an addiction, right? Like, like many other types of addiction, it commands your time, it commands your energy right. and, and it's hard to let go of it. But I, I know whenever I do, and, and I don't know if you've ever done sort of self-imposed, you know, breaks from, from platforms or whatever. But I know that when I do, I am typically in a better mood and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm more productive, but I get more done. Whether that means it's productive or not, I don't know. I just do more, you know, like I sketch more, I read more, okay. I watch movies, I, you know, uh, read other things. I read, I read more articles in magazines or, you know, whatever it is. You, you party like it's 1989. Like it's not just like it. Just like it. I've got my, my parachute pants and I'm ready to go. <laughs> I did have parachute pants, by the way. I, I can, I can see you doing the hammer dance right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I just, you know, it got to a point where I took some time off, you know, a few months back and then I didn't do much while I was, you know, kind of in, in COVID land. And now with, with, you know, this, it's just not the same. You know, I don't get much, I don't get much in terms of juice. I get a lot of things in terms of, uh, like I've connected with a lot of interesting people and, and I connect with, especially Instagram. I, there are a ton of people that I follow for their work. There's some great work being posted on Instagram, mm -hmm. photography, art, sculpture, you know, design, whatever it is. Um, so I think from an input standpoint, I still think there's value in Instagram. Um, but from a, I'm going to post this and get a bunch of juice on it. And I'm going to post that. And it's, that's never happened for me. Sure. And I think you and I have talked about it plenty where neither one of us are ever going to play the game the way the game needs to be played in order to game the game. Right. And, and get right. any sort of results. I'm just not interested in that. Yeah. You're not going to make six videos a day and post them at specific times. And no, no. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I, I'm glad it works for some people. You know, if you listen to Gary Vee, it's like, well, if you're not making, you know, 22 pieces of content from, it's like, oh, well, I don't want to make content. Yeah. That's yeah. not what I want to make. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, um, so when, when times in the past, when you've taken a break from all of those things and what brings you back to it? Missing seeing what other people are doing or, or, uh, reading insights from some of the news people that I follow, some of the journalists that I follow. Right. Um, but it's, it's never like, okay, I'm coming back so I can get some reach so I can grow my, my audience has been about the same size. You know, I mean, what, I don't even know what I'm at. 3000 something on Instagram. Sure. And it's only taken me 12 years to get there. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> don't, right, right. Don't be jealous kids. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's always funny to me. I, we, so this is a, 
a little aside, we, uh, but it comes back to what you're saying. Uh, um, watched a bad, well, not a bad, a, a silly, somewhat sad rom-commy kind of uh, movie the other night. And the woman in it was You cute. feel like sharing the title or no? I think it was called Love at First Sight. Uh, Is that with Matthew Perry? No, 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 no. It's a recent one. But oh. This woman named Haley Lou Richardson. It's Haley on ne- Lou Richardson. Yeah, I don't know her. It's on Netflix. Uh, this American girl and British guy fall in love on a flight over to London. Oh, That's, that old chestnut. That, yeah, you know, it's happened, <laughs> happened to all of us. If I had a nickel. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to, you know, ruin anything. Spoilers. Um, but there's more to the situation than meets the eye. He's not uh, really British. No. He's he, not really a man. Yeah, it's he, not really an airplane. <laughs> it's not really a good movie. Um, actually, it was it was fine. Um, I like rom-coms. I'll admit it. I, I'm a huge fan of rom-coms. Uh, and this one actually was like, okay, I'm glad we watched that. That was silly and fun, and but also was kind of sad and tender. And it was good. Anyway, she was very good. And so I just looked her up to see what else she's in. And... I find out that she has 2.4 million Instagram followers. Wow. And I was like, who is this woman? And I'm, I guess she was on a ABC family show called Ravenswood. Ravenswood. Which is it like a, like a, like a young adult type thing? Yeah. Like a supernatural drama thing for a couple of years. Um, she was in a psychological horror movie called split the Shyamalan movie. Um, I don't know that one. Yeah. I think it's like a, uh, somebody with split personality. I don't, I don't know. Oh. I don't, I don't really watch his movies. Um, anyway, she was on like a handful of things. She was on a Disney show back in the day. You know what I mean? She was like one of these people, mm-hmm. but she's so got, just leveraging those audiences, now. I guess. And you know, yeah. she's a young woman and she's cute and you know what I mean? Like she has all those advantages of youth. Um, right. oh, and she was on, she, apparently she was on white Lotus. In the second season of White Lotus. White Lotus. Why do I know that name? It's the big HBO show that everyone loved. Oh, with uh, uh, Mike White uh, did it. It's, uh, uh, yes. What's her uh, name? Is uh, in it? Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. Is in that. Yeah, Who's, I love her. Oh, see, I yeah. can't stand her. Really? Oh, yeah. I, love her. I mean, I'm sure she's a delightful person. Just like that. Her affect drives me crazy. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So apparently she was on White Lotus. So maybe it's the White Lotus thing. Whatever the thing is. I was just like, huh. I don't even know who this person is. Um, but in it. In while looking up what else she was in, I found a movie called Columbus that she was in in 2017 uh, with John Chu. You know the guy who played the other uh, Kumar or Harold. He played Harold. Oh in right, right, Kumar. right, 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 right. Um, which is about a town called Columbus, Indiana, where there's all this modernist architecture by chance. Mm. Um, and. She's there, works at the library. He comes in because his father gets sick. Uh, who's a who's his father's like a big architecture guy who was visiting there, and the father falls ill in like the first scene. And he comes in, and the two of them just meet and start become friends during it. Mm. And it was made by a uh, a Korean young Korean director, um, uh, named uh, Kogonada. Okay. Um, also Netflix, this is on? Uh, this one is actually on Paramount Plus is where I found it last night. I just uh, canceled that. And uh, watched it last night and I'm still thinking about it. Really? Yeah. Like homework for everyone. Um, it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautifully shot. Um, and the architecture is amazing. And the guy definitely loves symmetry. Um, hmm. But it, like Wes it, Anderson kind of symmetry? Yes, but in a more Asian contemplative way. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I'll have to rent it. I, I can't do the subscriptions anymore. Yeah, that's that's another thing that I've been canceling. Yeah, I mean, I, I think about it sometimes. I think, you know, if I'm spending $12 a month on this thing, am I watching four things on every one of these a month? Yeah. You know, so maybe I well, should just it, cancel them and rent for $3 when I want to watch a movie. I wonder, okay. It's it's the devaluing of, of all of this stuff. The subscription model kind of devalues music and it sure. devalues movies. I would imagine, and I don't, you know, I don't know because I'm not an entertainment attorney, but I, I wonder and I imagine that if I if I buy a DVD or if I rent 
Is it any different if I rent it from a platform? Does do the do the filmmakers get more than than if it was just on streaming? Is, is Koganada buying himself a coffee because you bought that movie? Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, but I would guess so. Yes. I mean, yeah. I could I could ask my buddy Brad who makes movies. Um. Anyway, put it on your, your list. But what? Re- but it's coming, called Columbus. It's called Columbus, a 2017 film. Uh, yeah. It's cute. Uh, very, I thought it was quite good and I'm still thinking about it. Um, but it just kind of, your whole thing about saying, oh, I have 3000 followers after whatever. And I'm going to look this woman up and she's got two point something million followers. I'm like, yeah. I've never even heard of this woman. Yeah. You know, but then, then somebody else put up something that, um, oh, I think it was Art Streber. Streber? Schreiber? Yeah. 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 Uh, photographer. Yeah. Put up a thing. Yeah. I think his daughter co-wrote the episode of only murders in the building tonight. That's the Martin short. Yeah. Which thing. is a cute film. Steve Martin. Cute show too. There's um, been a lot of like, is Martin short funny? Is he not on the internet lately? Martin short. I'm not, I've never been a big fan of Martin short, but Martin short is amazing in this show. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, he's good in the morning show. He plays a serious role in the morning show and I actually really like him in it. Uh, I have, I can totally imagine that he seems like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been impressed with him lately. Uh, but anyway, though, a little goes a long way. Oh, sure. But in, in, in only murders in the building, he's supposed to be like a failed Broadway director. So he's sort of Ah, playing to type. Um, anyway, this, the daughter who's, you know, doing writing for only murders in the building had like 600 followers, you know, and it's weird. Yeah. This is what I don't understand is how all of this works. Like it feels like there is a game being played that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, um, about how to get attention, but then is attention what we want? You know, yeah. I don't know that attention is what I, you know, attention, I guess, is a means to an end, which I guess but, maybe it is for everybody. Yes. I, okay. Here, here's my theory. Here's my theory. And it's a working, it's a work in progress theory. So my, my, my attention my desire for attention is for the work that I do, not for who I am. Yes, sure. Right. And I would imagine that you are similar. You, 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 I mean, yes. Okay. Your personality, you want to be known for, I guess for that. Okay, fine. But, but I don't need people to know what I look like. Right. If you're putting this, this, this work up on a visual platform, then that's, that's what you want to be respected, known, et cetera. For, yes, yes. Right. Yep. But it's, it's such that you have to be so relentless because there's so much of it. You have to be so relentless about self-promotion. And relentless in, really is the word, by the way. Yeah. It, and, and if you're not willing to be relentless, you, you close you, up shop and go home. Yeah. You won't rise. The, the, you know, the cream will never rise to the top kind of thing. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think you and I are very similar in that, you know, we'll, we'll put out something or put up something when there's something to put up, but I'm not really good at, I mean, I've tried it in the past, but I'm not good at, and I don't have an interest in manufacturing something just to keep top of mind with you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I feel guilty. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm gaming you somehow. Well, there, and I'm like, okay, keep thinking about that. me. Keep thinking about what I'm doing. Yeah. If I yeah. do that kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I think that you are in some ways. Yeah. Um, but, but if, but that seems to be the way the game is played. Um, it, it also, I found that it seems like a lot of the people who are successful make it personal. They make it about them. You know, so I could put my work up, but also make little videos where I'm in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and and talk to the camera and make it a make it a, a persona account more than it is a work account. Okay, that, but but that's the word. Okay, persona. That's that's where it's different, right? Yeah, because that's... I don't think any of these things are actually these people. Yeah, for real. You know, I mean, right. I think if 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 you met them and spent more than twenty minutes with them, I think you would 
quickly sink underneath that superficial. Yeah. yeah. Once you got them off book. The crocodile right? skin. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. see, and this is, this is where I love something like the Instagram, not Instagram, uh, the, the, the Substack uh, okay. platform for me. I don't have a lot of people subscribed, but they're vocal. They're active. They recommend things. Jeffrey, they comment. 6.3 million people is not nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? I think you <laughs> move the decimal point over to the left about seven spaces. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But, but I think that it, it allows me, I write about what I'm going through. Yep. And there's, there's hopefully something in there that people can relate to. And there often is. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that people respond and say, you know what, this is, ex- you know, it's like you're in my head. I'm going through the same thing. That's one of the greatest sort of, uh, uh, not validations, but responses that I can get because it means that, that we aren't alone, that we are experiencing similar things. And, and sometimes it's hard to talk about those things. And sometimes it's hard to put yourself out there and go, here's what I'm going through. Is anybody else going through it? Sure. What I'm finding is that when I do that and when I try and do it as sort of honestly as I can, a few hands will go up. Sure. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm right there. I'm in that place too. And here's how it's affecting me. And then there's a dialogue that gets started, whether it's in the comments or on, on, you know, offline on email, off, offline. on email. Mm, yes. I guess email is still <laughs> online, isn't it? But you know what I mean? Like not off, 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 what would you call it? Off public, off, uh, privately via email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pri- there you go. There you go. Privately via email. Um, and, and there are these exchanges that are going on on the back of me just, talking about what I'm going through. And, and in that way, I feel like I'm able to be of service in a, in a weird way, not just, not just put out things for you to look at, but, but create space where we can have an exchange and, and we can, we can, you know, share what we're going through. Is that exchange for your benefit, their benefit, both your benefits, more their benefit? I hope benefit. it's for both. I okay. hope it's, yeah, because I mean, I, you know, it's, it's hard, especially if you, if you don't have the social structure of a nine to five where you can go, Hey Bob, how was your weekend? Oh, great. How was yours? You know, that kind of thing. Or, Hey, we're going, a bunch of the guys are going out to lunch or, or, Hey, you know, the girls are going out to like, whatever it is. Right. If, if you don't have that social release structure, whatever it is, it's, it's, it's often very easy to feel like you are alone in the world. Sure. And I move through the world feeling often like I'm alone in the world. Yeah. So yeah. when I do these kinds of things, when I, when I am able to write or talk to, it's one of the reasons I talk to people everywhere I go so that I, so that I don't two things so that I don't feel so alone. And that if there's a chance that they feel the same way as me so that they don't feel alone, I want to see you. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to acknowledge that you are here in the world with me. That's what it is. Yes. Uh, you know, last week you, you texted me and you were a little cranky. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, putting it, putting it slightly, uh, uh, give me a temperature of a hundred point eight and all bets are off. Everything goes out the window. And and I think something I said something along the lines of life is a team sport to you because I was like, you want to talk, you want to do whatever it is, and you're like, uh. and it's interesting because I think you're. I, think I said it just like that too. A r r e r r g h. But I think what you're saying is basically that. You know that 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 part of not feeling alone is realizing that you're not alone. Right. Yes. That there are yeah. other people going through what you're going through. And there are other people who will talk to you if you're going through something like that, just yeah. to get you out of your own head if you need to. And I don't, you know, I, I end up feeling, I think I end up feeling like I'm like, I'm, I end up feeling like I'm just never getting my shit together. Like in some ways, the, the the things that I'm I'm going through now are things that I've gone through for years, and if you've if you've listened or followed or whatever for years, then I can I could see where some of your responses might be. Oh, this thing again. Like when 
when is he ever going to get this together? And my only response is he's trying. Sure. I'm, I'm just as tired of having to think through these things and talk about them as anybody is of listening to them. It, it does feel though, as if we get a lot of feedback along the lines of, oh, it's fascinating checking in with where you guys are on your journey. Right. Because I think in some ways it feels like you and I, we feel like we're in the same place or, you know, speak for you in this case, because you just said it like you feel like you're in the same place. But from the outside, somebody listening to the hundreds of hours of us talking, I don't know that you actually are in the same place you were back in the day. I, I hope not. I mean, I hope there's progress that's been made. You know, I think even just in the last week, I've started a a, a new, I've, I've redesigned a few things and, and I tend to get, and it, see if this resonates with you or anybody listening. I tend to go, well, I can do this and 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 I can do this. And, oh, I should do this. And oh, look at this. I sh- should is a bad word, by the way. Let's, yeah. let's try to eliminate should from our vocabularies, uh, replace it with could. Um, but what ends up happening is it's sort of like a, 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 a big meal, right? If you look at uh, the appetizers and, and the bread and the main course and the salad and the dessert and the coffee and the cheese plate and the, 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 the if you look at that all at once, you go, I can't do any of that. There's no way I can do this. Yeah. There's no way. But if you take it one at a time, you can get through it. Right. Yeah. And, and I think one of my weaknesses has been that I am bombarded with things that I could or should do all day long, every day. Right. And I easily get overwhelmed. So I just don't do anything. What you need to do is pick one of those small things and just get moving. Yeah. Well, and that, and this is what I actually thank you COVID for, you know, forcing me to kind of just go, okay, you don't, you know, I was trying to write and I read back some of the things that I wrote and I couldn't think of like there were words that just didn't make sense in place of where there should have been words that made sense or the order of things, like the order that the words were in was off. It was very strange. Wait, they actually were or just when you were reading them? No, when I read it back to myself, the, I had written words down in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah, it was really strange. And I read it back. It was like Yoda, you know, like... <laughs> You know, you know, happy are you to be here? Like, it was really strange. Um, so writing was out. So I ended up just sketching out and, and sort of uh, wireframing some of the things that I wanted to do with just, you know, scriggles and notes and, and not making anything, not writing any prose, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I had this plan of like, okay, in October, I can do this. And then in December, I can do this. And then in January or February, I can do this. And if I look at those things and I can, and I chunk away at them, I can go, yeah, that's plenty of time to do that. Oh, oh, and this, the, yep, this is plenty of time to do this. And this, wow, I don't even think I need that much time to do this. But if I do it after that, then I'm not going to feel pressured to do it. So, it, so wait, in, you scheduled in, things out? Yes. Yes. And do we know if that's going to work for you? We're going to try it. Okay. Because that's all we can do is keep trying different things until we hit sure. on that thing that works, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I always find that I can actually do more than I think I can do in a certain amount of time. It just doesn't feel like that from the off, on the offset. Yeah. Um, the, the, the sort of simple, silly example at home would just be like, oh, well, I've got to clean my desk and clean out my closet and get rid of the clothes that I don't wear anymore. And, oh, my God, that sounds so daunting because my mother's coming to visit or something, you know. But see, those three things sound like an awful lot. Right. If you take them all at once. Right. Like, I need but, to get all of this done today. Right. But if you just think to yourself, all right, f- f- first steps first, let's just throw all the trash off that's sitting on my desk. All right, trash yeah. is off. All right, we'll put that cable away. Okay. And then move that over there and slide. Oh, suddenly the desk is actually starting to look like something. Well, screw it. Let's just like pull everything out of the closet and see what happens. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it, yeah. it's just, for me, it is the apprehension or the the fear. This is a, obviously a stupid thing. I'm not scared of my closet. Um, <laughs> I've so seen your closet. I'm you scared of the be. monster in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <Really? laughs> but, but, 
but I, but, but I think it's, it's, it's the getting going. That is the hard part, right? It's, it's yeah. the, it's the, it's the, it's the overcoming the initial inertia is the biggest problem Yeah, for me. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think it is for you too. And you would think, oh my God, that's so much to do. And then three hours later you kind of did it and you're like, all right, what's next? Come on, let's go. Right. Cause you're in that right. mode, right? Which is a great mode to feel like you're in. I, I, I met up with a woman, uh, last week, a writer and, uh, fiction writer. What kind uh, of writer? she, well, she writes articles for like the New Yorker and Atlantic ah, and that kind of stuff. Ah, got it. Wow. Anyway, we were chatting. I was taking some pictures and we were chatting up in the park and I said, uh, we were talking about deadlines. I said, how much, how much time do you get to do these things? And she said, well, you know, sometimes, uh, usually a few months, you know, they'll call me and say, Hey, we need this thing in three months or whatever it is. Um, and then, She's like, every once in a while, like somebody called me recently and said, I need you to do, you know, we need it next week or in two weeks or three weeks or whatever it was. Some very short amount of time for her. Mm -hmm. And, and that's I, to, to research, to write, to edit. To, yeah, exactly. Like, all of that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I said, but isn't it funny how like ultimately you'll probably do the same amount of work in three months as you will in three weeks. Mm. <laughs> and she kind of agreed because like ultimately if there's a deadline you're going to do things differently. You know, you're right. going to make it work. Right, um, right, right. I've, I've said, even when I'm writing sometimes, like when I was finishing up the first two scripts, it would be, I would write, I don't know, say 60, 70 pages or whatever it is. And I'd, I'd have all the rest to write, which may be another 40, 50 pages, which you think, oh my God, it's taken me months to get through those 60 pages to get those right. And then one day you sit down and you start writing some scene. You're like, you know what? Let me try that other scene. Oh man, I'm getting close. It's like, um, do you remember in school when you had to write a paper or something and it would seem so daunting. And then you get to that point somewhere around like 68% where it starts tipping, where you're going downhill now instead of mm -hmm, going uphill, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that feeling starts happening and you go, Oh, well, screw it. I'm already, I'm already done with that. Let me just write that last scene and maybe it'll work. And ah, crap, you know, like ah, I'm late for dinner, but you know what the heck with it? Like I'm in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's almost, uh, you have to, <laughs> there was, there was a guy recently who was on the Hawk versus Wolf, Tony Hawk podcast with Jason Ellis, where he, he skateboarded across America recently, like literally wow. pushed himself across America on a skateboard, wow. um, over the course of like 60 days. And he would do 50, 60 miles a day. Wow. One set of wheels. No, seriously, su no support vehicles, just him and a backpack. And he would figure uh -huh. out where the next hotel he was going to stay in was. And if it was 50 miles away, if it was 70 miles away, he'd do 50 or 70 miles that day. Wow. And, uh, That's uh crazy. Well, yeah. But, um, the reason I bring it up is that he would, if he fell, if like, you know, a rock stopped his board or whatever it is, he would get up, he would walk back to where he fell. So he couldn't have, he didn't, he's like, no, I did not walk a single foot of that. I rode. I can't every claim. Oh, wow. I rode wow. every single inch of this. And he's just like, and I would go down a road sometimes and it would, it would turn out to be a dirt road, which I couldn't ride on, even though it wasn't supposed to be. He's just like, I would have to turn around and go back and find a way around. That was, would paved. he ride back or yes. walk back? Oh, ride back. He didn't wow. walk a single step of along the way. Like, you know, wow. rather he rode the and entire time. Was there, was there a, I hate to say it. Was there a greater purpose or like, why did he do this thing? Uh, it was just, just for the satisfaction of doing He apparently got sober it? and, and wanted to come up with something to challenge himself. And he raised money for, you know, kids who, yeah, you know, he raised wow. like $60,000 for kids who whatever. Um, uh, but I, I just found it fascinating because it's like, he didn't cheat. Yeah. And I know that I have that thing. And I think you have that thing too. Yeah. Which is no, 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 no. If you're going to do it, follow the rules. You know, if yeah. you're going to give yourself rules, don't cheat. And it might take, you know, twice as long doing yeah. it that way. It took, it took two days to yeah. fix, yeah. fix the leak under the sink, yeah. but damn it. I did it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't uh, call a you know, uh, last, uh, a friend of mine, um, uh, I have these two friends and they're, um, they're musicians and, they have a little band that they, they, they put out singles and, and, and music under the, the name wheelbarrow. Mm. Uh, I think one of them has a house up in the woods and there's a wheelbarrow there and they just decided to call the band wheelbarrow. So they get together and they, they record could, these they, songs. They should put an album cover with a donkey on it and call it hauling ass. Oh, nice. 
right? Yeah, I like that. That's a uh, very seventies. Yeah, um, <laughs> they could get Paul Rogers. That goes along with uh, the song we wrote last week. Um, <laughs> anyway, they they ask me to do little album covers for them, and it's usually just like some stupid, like here's our idea. You know, can you make a thing that looks like this and has the right text on it? And Wait, like uh, graphic design or photography? Graphic or what design. Is yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, usually graphic design. Every once in a while, I'd have to go shoot something to make it work. But I would just be like, oh, man, I got to go shoot that. Like, oh, and I just find a picture that has that. It's like, no, 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 shoot it yourself, you know. Right. So then I don't have to worry about rights and whatever. And recently, you know, I did that that thing with the cellist inside of the mirrors that I mm-hmm, put up a while mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to do something like that, but with a wheelbarrow in the mirrors. And I was like, well, I can't get a wheelbarrow and mirrors for this stupid little album cover. Like, I, you know, so I downloaded Blender and found a wheelbarrow model. Yep. And stuck it in there and then started figuring out how to make mirrors and then how to make it bounce multiple times through the mirrors because that's ray tracing in order to get reflections mm-hmm. and reflections and reflections. Mm-hmm. By the way, it t- took, took 37 minutes on my high-end Mac laptop to do a single frame. To render the frame, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I, I did it really sort of uh, 80s, uh, no, not really any crazy shaders, you know what I mean? No uh, uh, um, uh, materials. You know, just like kind of very Tron-esque. Um, but then I figured out, I started watching tutorials on how to do uh, r- generated materials. Like, you know, I'm going to add noise and use that as a bump map to create this. Right, right, right. You know, all yeah, this kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, procedural which, kind of yes, materials. Yeah, which gets yeah. freaking crazy really fast. Yes. And I watched this 15-minute tutorial of how this guy made a rusty thing. And the first time I watched it, I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I'm following, but not following. I'm just like, okay, in one ear, out the other. Right. And then later I that just night. just paint this in Photoshop and yes, be done yeah. with this in 20 minutes. But Conrad comes home and I was like, hey, check this thing out. And I hit play for her and I'm watching it the second time, like going, isn't this crazy? And as I'm watching the second time, I'm like, wait, I'm kind of following this time. Right. Wait, I get what he's doing. Oh, <laughs> you know. And so I went and did it and it worked. Nice. But but it was it was this kind of thing where it's just like I didn't want to just grab a material and stick it on there. Like I kind of wanted to learn how to do it, mm-hmm. you know, even though mm-hmm. I've I'm not gonna get into Blender or at least, you know, not in any serious way. But I don't know, there's something about the actual doing it that makes me that's where my satisfaction comes from from honestly doing things. And you don't get any points nowadays for doing things honestly. Well, see, that was going to be my question is, do you feel like that's rewarded? And it's rewarded. No. Well, I I don't think it's rewarded by society. I think that's it's what I mean, re- externally, not, yeah, not internally. No. no, internally, it's very rewarding. In fact, I can't do the other thing. I, the mm-hmm. other thing feels false to me. You know? Um, yeah. Do, do, you, do you disagree? No, no. I mean, I, I, I would, no, I'm, I'm much more the guy that's going to go buy the tool to learn how to use the tool to do the thing instead of just calling somebody to have them come over and do the thing. Yes. Right. Right. Because now you and, know and, how to do it. Well, and part of it is because I feel like I, this is, you know, <laughs> this, is this is hubris calling hubris no, this calling. Is, this is, this is dad, the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, um, I feel like I, uh, certain types of things anyway, I feel like I should know how to do them because my father knew how to do them. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. You know, so there's, and, and I, I watched him do that thing again and again and again. So there's really no reason why I shouldn't be able to do that thing. Sure. And most of the time I can figure things out. It's, you know, it's maybe not as good as, as somebody obviously who's been doing it for, you know, 25 years or whatever it is. But to your point, there is an internal pride. There is an internal gratification of of sorting something out and figuring it out and then and then bill yeah being able to have that at least somewhere in the toolbox so that in the back of your mind now you're thinking what else can i use blender on what if i sure. what if i shot this person could i build this little set and compile you i i know you you're thinking about it already oh and, sure and that's where that's where i think that long-term value comes in is had you had you just used stock or just used an image or just used whatever, 
that's probably where it would end. But now you've, you've unlocked this other, you've leveled up, right? <laughs> now you, now you've earned the double jump, right? So now you can reach other places that you couldn't, if you didn't unlock the double jump. Right, 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 right. right. And I think for, for me, and I think for you too, there is so much value in that, whether or not it's noticed, whether or not it's acknowledged, whether or not it's uh, commented on externally, we know it's there. Yeah, but what, what is that value? What, what's, the, what's the word? What is, what is, how do you rate that satisfaction? How do I rate it? Or I mean, how do you, how do you explain that satisfaction? What word do you use? Mm. What is it that we're gaining? Because I don't, I don't know. That's tough. I mean, I think it depends on the thing. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's knowledge. Sometimes it's experience. Sometimes it's, it's self-reliance. Sure. You know, if I can, if I can change a tire or if I can, uh, you know, when I had my BMW, I had little toolbox with various little parts in it. And if, you know, if the fuel filter got clogged, I, I, I knew how to, you know, undo the little hose clamps and take the fuel filter and put a new fuel filter in and tighten it back up and start it up and away I'd go. Can I ask you a question? Um, do, do you yeah. think your father actually was as good at those things as you think he was? Or do you think it was just you as a little kid seeing your father doing something? I think he was better at those things than I can even understand. Okay. Yeah. He 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 was able to. But he was a mechanical. That was yeah. his thing in a way yeah. that he probably couldn't draw like you can. I draw. mean, this is a guy that would rebuild motors for fun because sure. he he just liked to do stuff like that. He loved taking things apart. Sure. And it would be like. You know, the, the floor of the garage, if he was rebuilding a motor, the floor of the garage, you know, those, uh, you've seen those iPhone pieces that are like, they're, they're art now. They're like an iPhone four that's ex- exploded into sure. all its yep. components. That's what our garage floor would look like. My dad would just explode everything out onto the garage floor while he was building this motor. And he would, and he would stand up and I'd watch him and he'd stand and he would just look, he would look, he would survey all of these parts, you know, and then methodically put things back together. But in the same way that, and this is a very minor version of it, in the same way that I didn't understand that video the first time I watched it and the second time I watched it, I went, oh, I start getting it. You start getting it. Yeah, sure. You know, he, sure. he's done this so long that he's looking at this whole thing and getting it where you're just seeing it as a, a pile of exploded yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I end up with a few extra parts. <laughs> right. Know, at the end of it. Right, 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 right. Look, I engine- did such a great job, Dad. I didn't even need all the parts. And your engine explodes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there is, there is an internal, there is an internal pride of, of figuring something out or a job well done or not, you know, not cutting corners, whatever, whatever yeah, it I, is I, for you. You know what, if listeners out there, if you have a better way to describe this, we'd love to hear it because I, I've been looking for the right way to put this for years and I've never been mm-hmm. able to put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast on takingpictures.com, 1916 if you want to give us a call. Um, but yes, it's so frustrating. It's like, it's, it's, we're in a world today. The end result seems to be the thing that matters. Yeah. And often it's the only thing that matters. Yeah. You don't, you no longer need to show your work. And this isn't old man, whatever it is. I know that there are times in the past or it felt like it in the past or whatever it is, but, but it's like, things are really superficial now because most of the time no one meets you. All they see is the one thing you put up on Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. I guess that's, maybe that's what those videos, the process videos are for. Yeah. Well, and I was, I was going to say, going back to Art Strieber, 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 (laughs) he often will put up. I love his BTS stuff. The BTS shots in addition to the final shot. So that yep. you can, he takes you through what it took to get, because you, again, to your point, you look at this shot of, you know, whoever it is, Charlize Theron or whatever, and you go, oh, wow, that's a really nice shot. It's, you know, pretty light, pretty girl, pretty shot. Oh, okay, whatever. But then you look at the behind the scenes and there's all these people and there's this and there are lights sure. and there's boxes and there's sets and they built this and they had this and they had to call and get permission to do this. And there's, I think, there's value. There's value in seeing expertise at work. Yes. Yes. And with him, sometimes they're very simple and sometimes there are. I had 17 Magnum reflectors on 23, you know, on 17 yeah, right, heads. Right, right. 
built up over you know like stuff yeah, that it's, it's normal the, people the, the would the never joe do. mcnally 53 speed lights shining through a window to create you know whatever exactly except he's yeah. doing them with big lights um <laughs> uh and wearing a suit jacket and you know and jeans while doing it right um yeah i mean it's so yeah he, and and he he in no way hides it from you as as some sort of gatekeeping i'm not going to tell you how i did this right um which i kind of respect one advantage that he has, I wouldn't mind doing more behind the scenes things of what I do, except that I don't want to take time while I'm doing it to make the behind the scenes things. Yeah. Well, then like if, this is the advantage of having a team of people. Exactly. Right? If I had somebody shooting me while I was doing stuff, yeah, yeah. Shoot me while I'm doing stuff. That's fine. Like I, yeah. you know, I, it's, I don't, I'm not trying to hide anything. So there I, you go. If you're in, if you're in the New York area and, and, and you want to film Bill while he's doing something, whether that's know. stills or video, let him know. Yeah. You, you would allow that, wouldn't you? Sure. Depending on the client, of course. Yeah. I mean, we were doing it outside somewhere and the client was all right with it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, um, I think that that is a useful thing for people. Sometimes, did you ever do the thing where you do the screen capture of you editing or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Have you posted uh, uh, them and stuff? More so that I can remember what I'm doing. Oh, interesting. Not, not, not ever. I don't want to say ever. Rarely is it for public consumption when I'm doing stuff like that. Although sometimes like paint process videos, I've put up things where I like how, how, cause people keep asking how, how to make emulsion transfers or have, have asked that in the past, how to make emulsion transfers or how I did this particular texture or whatever. And I've done videos while I've been making something, just set the camera up on a tripod and, and, you know, or my phone up on a tripod and just let it go. But, you know, because like you, I don't have anybody that's going to, we're not Gary V. We don't have like, it's Gary V's camera guy's name, whatever his name is. Gary V has his own camera guy. Oh yeah. He follows him everywhere. records everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like D rock or something. Or I'm, in the, I'm in the wrong uh, business. <laughs> yeah. Literally his name is D rock or rock. I don't D? know. Something like that. It's like a, it's like a, like a really super hip name. Like what? I don't know. God, maybe we need hip names. Maybe that's our mistake the whole time. Let me see. What is Gary V's camera person? Yeah, D Rock. D Rock. That's his name. D Rock. I was right. And D Rock has four point seven million followers on Instagram, probably, and makes you know thirty two million dollars a year because yeah. you know he's in the room every time there is a tip about something. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, it's so wrong. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, quick, quick hit on what? What did you think of the new phones last week? Anything interesting there for you? The new oh the. No. Okay. Here. Here. Okay. What, what are you? What are you using now? What? What are you? What are you rocking? Uh, iPhone 10R. Oh wow. Okay. So you really are <laughs> due for an upgrade. Yeah. This is the last year that I will be able to upgrade OS. But okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I believe that Tim Cook will be remembered as the money guy, not the innovation guy. Oh sure. There's not. There, the question is though: Is that the problem, or is the problem just that this is a well? It's solved it's another, problem. This is a car. It's another the faster years. iPhone. Sure. Okay, great. It's the and, fastest oh, iPhone oh, by ever, the way, Jeffrey. Three, three USB three is now a pro feature. USB three, which came out in what two thousand four, okay. two thousand six. Uh, yeah, the USB C, all four. The fact that these low end phone is still USB two over USB C is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Insane. And th- that one should be. 10 gigabit and the high end phone should be Thunderbolt. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way, it only comes even, even the pro and the pro max only come with a USB two cable. If you want the USB three cable from Apple, 60 bucks. Yeah. You've got to buy your own or buy it from a secondary person. I, I know that I'm going to have to upgrade, but I think I'm probably going to upgrade to like a 13. Uh, Conrad's rocking an 11 pro right now. Yeah. And so that's four years old. Uh, so she bought the new one. Uh, ordered it and it'll be here on Friday. So a 15 pro, a 15 pro with half a terabyte. Um, Holy cow. So I'm going to, I'm going to, what are you people doing that you need half a terabyte of storage on well, your phone? She's using right now. She's using, she has a 256 and she's using like 210 gigs of it. Really? Pictures, video attachments and messages. Uh, Real time. What was, I don't even know my storage is on phone here. Let me see. Uh, eight gigs. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, but not much, but this is embarrassing. I'm okay. using 437 out of 512. Yeah. I'm using uh, 20, 
no, wait. I have I have twenty four point seven gigs available on sixty four. <laughs> okay, so yes, I'm using more. Yeah, no, you win. Uh, I have uh, I have zero songs. I have forty three videos. I have two thousand one hundred thirty five photos. I have sixty one applications. Yeah, I've got one hundred forty three gigs of music on my phone. Yeah. Okay. So here. Okay. Okay. All right. Cloud music. Let's talk about this for a second. Yes. I use Apple music because we're Apple one subscribers, which Apple music is terrible and frustrating in so many ways, but it is lossless and everything's on there and I get it quote unquote for free with our thing that we get. Okay. So here, here's my thing. I, I think I, I have been buying physical media again lately because I think we were duped. Uh, so I've been buying physical media and I think my solution is going to be because I only want to, I don't listen to new quote unquote new music. Sure. So I think iTunes match is the way to go. They're still doing that $25 a year, a year, not a month, a year. And it mirrors my iTunes library in the cloud. Uh, yes. I, I wonder how long they will continue to do that. Yeah. That would be my only thing. I'm going to, I'm going to sign up for that uh, okay. because like, like I said, I've been buying, like I scored, let me tell you about this score real quick, yeah. real quick library bookstore at the end of our street, the, the, the big, you know, $80 million library rec center sealed copies on CD of Jeff Beck groups, Beck Ola mm-hmm. classic, Rod Stewart singing, Ronnie Wood playing bass, um, revolver Beatles. Mm-hmm. Tom Petty's, uh, oh, what's the name of it? It's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It's, it's like the two CD set of stuff with Mud Crutch, with Solo, and with the Heartbreakers. All sealed, two bucks a piece. Not bad. Because you're getting all used, old, old old ones. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, it can work. I, you know, I I started listening to K-pop recently, so, you know, I have to buy the new stuff. Uh, you got to, you and Sylvia got to hang out because she has probably, man, I don't even know how many hundreds of DVD, uh, CDs now. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a, there's a band called EXO, Don't Fight oh, Your yeah. Feeling song. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> that song sure. is catchy as all get up. Yeah. Yeah. And then all the solo guys from BTS who now went into the army. I don't, I don't know who any of these like, people are. I, you yeah, know, I she's just, got it all dialed in. This song was on at a, at a soup dumpling place I went to recently. And it, I was with my mom and it stopped my conversation because I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah. And I actually had to like do the Shazam thing. Anyway. <laughs> hey, did, you, did you yell Shazam and turn into <laughs> Captain Marvel? Uh, no. Uh, hey, but, wait, one thing before I, before we finish. Yeah. New phone. ProRes <laughs> 422 HQ 4K 60 log to an external SSD plugged into the USB-C port. Yeah, but it's still a, a, a tiny sensor. You yeah. Know, you, you keep, you've said this for years. You can't get oh, by physics. You I can't. Mean, yeah, it's great. If you have a lot of light. So they, yeah. so the Olivia Rodrigo made her new video using one or the, okay, the I don't know the who director. Is, but okay. She's she, a, she's a singer. She's a big singer person. Yeah. Uh, she made her new video shot on, on a phone. phone. But the funny thing is that there's a behind the scenes thing where they have the little tiny phone hooked up to a robot rig to do half the shots because they're doing this repeatability thing where she's in the shot multiple times all all motion control so it's all motion control so they have like a thousand dollar phone on a motion control rig it's also aces compliant so it can so you can shoot on netflix yes you could you could you You could shoot shoot a netflix Netflix show show, theoretically the 15 pro yeah yeah and when you jump between the lenses this is true, I think, for a while now. But like, if you're on the wide lens and you go to the 5x lens of the new high-end phone, right? It'll it doesn't it doesn't just jump to the new thing. It zooms to the other one. It does like a weird digital zoom thing, but it it's good Wait, enough. You can, you can do that while you're recording. Yes. Oh, you wow. can jump between the lenses. Oh, so wow. the guy they show the guy behind the scenes like just going and 5x. It goes zoop right into her face. <laughs> you know. Wow. Yeah. And he's like watching it. And the guy was just like, yeah. Oh, see, uh, I, I want to watch the BTS now. I, I, I'm i going to put the show. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but I'll, okay, I'll, two, I'll send two you BTS thing. things. If we're on this, can, can I do two BTS? Sure. Things? Okay. Uh, first one Wait, is, is, the, uh, is the other one a BTS song. Cause no, 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 no. It's a uh, 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 BTS of, of La La Land. 
Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And it's the scene where they're in the club where where uh Oh, where uh, they keep zooming back and forth between Yeah, the back things. and he's it taps the guy on the taps the cameraman yep, on the yep, shoulder yep, yep, and, yep, he, and yep, he zips yep, over to to Emma Stone dancing and then taps him on the on the right shoulder and he zips back to yes. Ryan playing piano. Yep, yep, yep. Love yep. that. I uh, will. And, yeah. Go ahead. And then the second one uh 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 Dennis Muren talking about doing the speeder bike sequence up in the redwoods in Northern California for Return of the Jedi. And and how they they started out, they made this little maquette uh, and 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 used PVC for for trees. And they made these tiny little models and showed it to George. And, and George was like, yeah, that's great. Great. Just do, do your thing. Because apparently they they had the beginning and the end. And George just said, you know, fill this space in here. He's like, so we had one hundred and five shots in three minutes that we had to finish. Whoa. And, uh, and so they ended up getting the guy who, who invented the steady cam. They flew him up yes. and they, they walk through the forest in slow motion, shooting a frame a second yep. and then played it back. Yeah. But he had to, he had to anticipate, you know, oh, this is going to be a bank turn to the right bank turn to the left. And then they made, uh, larger models for the wide shots and the medium shots. And then they shot obviously the live actors for, for the close-ups and everything, but fascinating. Yep. You know, and and then you've got this is all optical printer time, baby. So you got to figure out exposure because you're going to lose a stop every time you sandwich film together on that printer. Sure. Yeah. So now you've got to figure out what do I need to expose this for because I'm going to lose contrast. I'm going to lose exposure every time I add to this optical printer stack. Yeah, I found the there's a video of Garrett Brown walking through the woods. I will, Garrett Brown, uh, that's his name. Garrett Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Here's here's a whole a whole thing of Garrett Brown doing different. Uh, uh, steady cam things. I will put that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to say before we finish, uh, Marvin Newman, who was a great Marvin. photographer. We used him as a photographer of the week back in the day. Okay. Um, uh, passed away this week at the age of 95. Um, Marvin Newman is a real, uh, guy for me because it was his photo of a boxer and the the red of the boxer's glove smearing across the frame that led to my whole motion series. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, wait, send, send me. You got I sent you a link uh, into the show. Uh, I put it in your text. Um, and uh, so it's just, wait, no, this know. is This is the Steadicam thing. You don't have a Marvin Newman thing? Oh, sorry. Thing? Sorry, I did have a Marvin Newman thing. I sent you the wrong one. Um, yeah, so so it's, it's sad that he uh, he passed away, but 95 is a pretty good run. Uh, and I saw him speak at a, a PAI talk 10 years ago, which is where I originally saw the image I was talking about. Um, hmm. And uh, wow. Yeah, this is good stuff. Okay, let's yeah, use him as a photographer of the week, kind of revisit. Okay. That's cool. Photographer of the week revisited Marvin New. Um, so, you know, uh, sad to see them go, uh, but uh, lived a long life. And, you know, it just shows you, man, there's, all these guys, you can buy a Marvin Newman book at Tashin, one of those giant books they sell. The ones with like the little tripod. Yeah, and all it's like seven hundred fifty dollars for the book. Oh wow! Yeah, is there a smaller version? No, there isn't. Which is what's really sad about it. Mm. You know, I was thinking about it the other day while writing this in the show notes, and this is a little dark, and I don't mean it to be dark. I just mean in general, there are all these old photographers who are still alive who are selling prints yeah. and someday they're not going to be there. Yeah. And you know, that's, that was true of Saul Leiter before he passed away. This is true of Marvin Newman. If there's an older photographer or artist whose work you really like, you can probably get it a lot less expensively right now than you will after they pass away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you want something of theirs, both from uh, I want something of theirs on the wall, or I want some, something like this for, you know, I want to start collecting art and having it be a collection. It's like, it's not a bad way to go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, think about it and, and, and don't wait because they're going to be gone. I, uh, I called you when I found the, uh, the Avedon book. Yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. Did you buy it? I did buy it. Yeah. found this Avedon portrait book. It's a accordion fold. Uh, I guess it was done as a companion piece for the show at the Met. Is that, oh, is that, that what it's or? from? I think it, that's what it was I, I from. Wasn't, I wasn't aware of that. Um, so it's it's this accordion fold, big, beautiful, full page, eight by tens on one side, and then the essays and and all the writing on the other side. But 
found it for 20 bucks at the library bookstore and hardcover with the slip cover in really great condition considering when it came out. Is anybody uh, selling those? Uh... I don't know. I, I looked up one thing and it was like, I don't know, a hundred and something dollars, but, but you know, I just wanted to have it because I, I have probably all of those photographs in other Avedon books, but I don't have them at scale. Sure. You know, and they're these big, beautiful, you know, black and white eight by tens or nine by twelves or whatever they are. Oh, also last week on top of the phone, they also released the new Fuji camera. Yes. $7,500 for the body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine, I mean, it's, it's, mine was it's a 60, beautiful design. $6,000 or something. So it's, yeah, yeah not I, much. I will say the, the, the industrial design of that body is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a good looking camera and it's a little bigger than mine, which I wouldn't necessarily mind. Um, but it's, I mean, very similar. It's, I mean, it's, I, I would still like the 50 R. It's like a big, a big chunky, slow sure. X Pro with a giant sensor. I just think I, it's I think very slow, from what I've read. Yeah. Um, yeah but, but what yeah. am I doing? I'm, I'm not shooting boxing. That's true. That's true. Uh, shooting boxes. I just, yeah. As long as you don't need it to autofocus in any way, that really matters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just funny. It's seventy five hundred dollars. Uh, same or similar, slightly updated uh, sensor which can read out faster. So we could do eight frames a second at 102 megapixels, which is insane to me. As and then it's got the, the, the multi-shot 400 megapixel multi-shot. Yeah. Mine can do that too, but I've never actually done it. Uh, it can also actually do a version of the multi-shot where it just, it's four images as opposed to 16. And it makes sure that every single pixel has all three RGBs, mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting turns it into like a giant Foveon, which would be useful for somebody like you or like the, like our friends who are at the Smithsonian who are like photographing. Yeah. Know. I wonder what, so then what's the advantage or let's, can we nerd out for just Cause I think second? that gives you 102 megapixels, but it just, it's, it's not doing the Bayer thing. So each So what's the at. advantage of the 16 shot version? That's giving and, you a 400 megapixel. That's giving you a, basically a 400 megapixel Bayer version. Oh, I see. The, the four shot is only a hundred, is only a hundred megapixels. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, but instead of moving it, I think the, I think the 400 megapixel one actually moves it in between pixels. So mm. it, it can give you more where this one's actually moving whole pixels. So it makes sure that you get a red, green and blue pixel from every pixel as opposed to. Wait, so the, okay. So the, so the the these cameras these GFXs are not X trans sensors. They're no, Bayer they're sensors. They're Bayer ah, sensors. I see. Yeah. I see. I that's, see. I that's see. in fact there's something that I've never quite understood of why that's true. Yeah, I mean they made their bones on on the X trans sensor, you know, years ago. Why not carry that through? Is it a technical? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, a technology. Yeah, I don't they... know. Or or it's hard to make the the x-trans filter that size or something mm. i don't i don't know why yeah it's one of the things that if it was x-trans i actually would like the camera probably even more uh other new things on this one it's got a ethernet which is the end of the world oh. um i think so you can for tethering i think you could tether via ethernet uh oh, wow. or go straight to frame io over the internet you know oh wow um you, also full-size hdmi it's added a whole bunch of video features which doesn't really matter to me one thing that did change, though, is that it's got the better removable um, EVF, which is yeah, 9 million pixels that. versus 3 point something versus million three, pixels, yeah, yeah. which is a huge difference. Um, Isn't that crazy? Like, it's funny because the, the day before it came out, I was like, oh, Fuji's coming out with this new camera tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. And Conrad's just like, oh, just sell yours and get it then. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's what you got to do. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so wait, uh, what's the purpose of the of the? Are they are they making different kinds of EVFs? Like, are they, are they doing like yeah, a like I a think, top down sports finder type thing? I think thing? that there were multiple kinds of EVFs, or you could remove the EVF if you were going to put it in a cage and just use it for video. Oh, okay, okay, you and know? just rely on the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or or external. Uh, I mean, wouldn't that be cool? Like a little mini ground glass action style viewfinder, top down. Oh my god, it would be amazing. I mean, this is. This is the problem that I have with, uh, with like all these cameras. It's just like half the cool ways of using the old cameras have disappeared, you know, like, yeah. And And I don't know. They get partway there, but then they don't, 
They don't finish. They don't go all the yeah, way there. There's a, apparently there's a tilt adapter so you can have it rotate. Um, hmm. uh, this, well, this one's just for the, oh yeah, GFX 102. The mounting angle of the EVF can be changed from zero to 90 degrees when shooting horizontal landscapes and from negative 45 degrees to plus 45 degrees when shooting in the portrait position. Uh, also doing so allows the user to shoot from various angles while using the viewfinder, increasing the freedom of camera position, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm sure that's $700. Oh, it's on sale, maybe. <laughs> Actually, it's $569. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, just uh, not for nothing, just a, sort of an update to the uh, to the, the Bill Wadman Fuji struggle. It's a struggle, man. So you could sell the body. I could sell my body. And I could sell my body probably for $4,500, buy this one for, what is it, $7,500? $7,500. So it yeah. cost me three grand. The thing is that it doesn't get me anything. Apparently, the new sensor goes down to 80 ISO and gives you a third to two-thirds of a stop more dynamic range. Um, as they say, it's all really minor improvements. It's 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 more the handling and some of the video things, and it has a... What is the Fuji Real film? They had their, uh, there was a film type. There's a What's new, it called? there's a new, I think it was a Real. Huh. I don't Fuji know. Fuji Real. Reala. Huh. Anyway, it was, it was, it was a film type. I, I don't, I don't use any of the film types on the Fuji anyway. So it's, it's meaningless to me, but, um, that's also a, apparently a thing. I don't know. What do you know? Hmm. Uh, so Marvin Newman. Marvin Newman. If he had that camera, yeah. he takes good, good pictures with it. Yeah. Uh, got anything else before we wrap up? I think I'm good. Uh, mm. One more time, podcast at ontakingpictures.com. Send us your feedback. We love feedback. And 929-390-1916. By the way, we got a voicemail last week from someone, but it was really, it was long, but it was open like this. And so I couldn't even... <laughs> Were they, were they calling while they were driving the Metro? I think they may have been. <laughs> so if you're out there. Union Station. Doors open on the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they say <laughs> Union Station or my aunt's constipation? Um, <laughs> that, that was a, what movie was it? Madagascar callback. Um, so if, if, if that was you, call back and, and leave us a message again. Oh, and, and thank you so much for those of you who went on iTunes and left reviews. Uh, yeah, thank you. And you can do the you. same thing on uh, Spotify, and that helps people find us. Um, and I think that's about it. Go, right, gang. go subscribe to Jeffrey's uh, Substack so he can have oh yeah three point six and one million people. Three. That's right. I killed my uh, my Twitter account today, so unless something drastic happens, I'm not going back. So yeah. Do I have to actually kill it, or can I just ignore it? Well, it, see, this is the other thing. If you apparently it's going behind a paywall. And if you ignore it for 30 days, whatever it is, it will automatically shut off. Yes. So, is he really yeah, doing this or is this like fantastic a fantastic business move? This, this, so this isn't a, like, he's just, oh no, this is four hours ago. Yeah. Oh my God. What an idiot. We're moving <laughs> to having a small monthly payment for the use of our system. Yeah. A f- fraction of a penny to set up says bots are cost of fraction. Oh, he claims he's doing it to stop bots. I thought he had the answer to stop bots when he bought the thing. I know well, how to that, stop bots in a way that no one else could possibly understand. That, isn't that what we were told? That's what we were told. Ugh, yeah. Awful. Anyway, uh, 550 right. million users. Okay. Well, I'll go cancel mine too. So uh, yeah. find us on some other social media. Find some, some other thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Have a good day. All right, gang. Have a good rest of your day. See you later. See ya.